Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of WFY Audit Talk. With me today is Cindy Libertham, partner in charge of the audit department, and I'm Jeff Myers, an audit partner and also the managing partner here at Wright Ford Young. Today, we're going to be talking about accounting for PPP loans. It's a rather new topic for us as the PPP loans that were just issued this last year and forgiveness is now just coming around. But there's four possible accounting alternatives that we want to talk to you today about. Cindy? Now that many companies have applied for and possibly even received the debt forgiveness on their PPP loan, the question being asked is how is it supposed to be reported on the company's financial statements as of fiscal year end? When companies present their financial statements in accordance with generally accepted accounting principles, also known as GAAP, there are a few options to select from. The traditional and most conservative accounting treatment is reporting for the PPP loan under the debt model known as ASC 470. Under this treatment, the PPP loan is reported as debt as of the balance sheet date if legal forgiveness has not yet been received as of that balance sheet date. This is regardless of whether the company has met the criteria for forgiveness and or applied for forgiveness. With legal forgiveness, that would include notification from the SBA that the debt has been forgiven, not just that the company has actually met the criteria. Should the forgiveness be received after year end, the debt would still be presented on the company's balance sheet as a debt payable as of December 31st. This is known as a type two subsequent event under GAAP, which is disclosed within the financial statements but not recorded in the general ledger. Most bankers and financial statement users are expecting presentation under this model, and the debt model provides for a safe harbor reporting that cannot be challenged. Therefore, this accounting treatment is expected to be used by most companies and is considered the most conservative approach. Another possible accounting treatment is under not-for-profit accounting, ASC 958-605. As the PPP loan was meant to be provided to only those businesses that would meet the criteria for forgiveness, some users of financial statements believe that the PPP loan actually represents a federal grant. Reporting under ASC 958-605 using the grant contribution revenue recognition policies would be applicable if your position is that the PPP loan represents a federal grant. Under this accounting treatment, the PPP loan would be recognized as income as the conditions of the contribution are substantially met. Therefore, if as of the balance sheet date, the company has met the criteria for full or partial forgiveness under the terms of the loan, the company could recognize the PPP loan as other income versus debt to the extent that the conditions have been met at year end. However, some bankers may not accept this alternative accounting treatment, so it is important that you discuss with the bankers and your accountants prior to determining if this alternative accounting treatment is appropriate for your company. Jeff, would you like to discuss the last two models? Thanks, Cindy. Yes, the last two are not going to be as popular as the first two. We feel that a lot of our clients, being privately held companies, are going to be conforming to one of the first two models that uh, Cindy mentioned. The third model is possible accounting treatment under contingencies covered by ASC 450-30. Under GAAP, contingent gains are generally not recorded until realized. This is generally interpreted to mean that gains are not recorded until assets are received, or are readily convertible to known amounts of cash. This makes the derecognition of the loan into income very close to when the formal forgiveness takes place, similar to the debt model. Because the forgiveness is so close to when the actual recording of the gain takes place, we don't see this is going to be very popular with the financial statement users. The last accounting alternative will only be used by a small portion of companies as it falls under International Accounting Standards, IAS 20 accounting for government grants and disclosure of government assistance. 
As most bankers and financial statement users may not accept international accounting standards, we recommend that you speak with your banker and accountant for further information before considering this alternative accounting treatment. So those are the four accounting treatments that you can select from if you are a privately held company. Regardless of the accounting treatment selected for presentation of the PPP loan, it is important to know that bankers and other users of the financial statements will be looking for these amounts so that they can exclude them from their analysis. Even if the loan is taken into income in 2020, it will be included below the line as other income captioned as gain on forgiveness of debt and will not be presented with revenue or even as a reduction of covered expenses. Therefore, selecting an alternative accounting treatment for the purpose of improving your net income may not be an appropriate factor in your decision process of selecting a more aggressive accounting treatment. You should also consider future financial statement users when taking a more aggressive approach. Should you change banks or have a capital round in the next couple of years and share the 2020 financial statements with them, they may view the alternative accounting treatments as more aggressive and be skeptical of your other accounting policies. That's very true, Cindy. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of WFY Audit Talk. I'm Jeff, along with Cindy. If you would like more information regarding accounting for PPP loans, please email us at info at cpa-wfy.com.